Welcome back to the Mother's Village podcast. My name is Sarah Waller and thank you for joining me today. Today in the UK, it's been quite cold. Um, I've spent a lot of time outside today, so I'm just give you a little weather update. And I've noticed a change of seasons. Um, we had blue skies today, quite high winds, but it was really quite chilly. And I, it's a stark difference as we're moving from autumn to winter. And as I was out walking, because I've been spending a lot of time outside because that seems to be the only place that my baby will sleep during the day. I had a moment of reflection and realised that I felt pretty good. And I have been feeling pretty good for the last few weeks. And I was trying to figure out why. Why was I feeling good? Now, if you're not in the best place right now, I don't say that to gloat. Um, What I'm going to share today, I hope that it will help you. And I'll explain why I felt um, so good and where that, you know, where I was before the last few weeks. Because prior to that, I was actually feeling quite anxious. My brain wouldn't switch off. I was starting to worry about things very unnecessarily, really starting to feel self-conscious. And I couldn't figure out where that was coming from. My sleep was starting to take um, a bit of a nosedive. And my sleep's already not great because I'm waking up at multiple times a night because my baby's feeding. But it was even getting worse than that. I was waking up, feeding my baby, and then I couldn't get back to sleep. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And if you feel that way, if you've got a, you know, you're taking care of a baby and you just feel overwhelmed all the time or feel like your head's just full of of chatter and stuff or you might be at work and again you feel like your head's going to explode you haven't got any capacity left then there might be something else that you're contributing or adding to your life that doesn't necessarily need to be there and I'm going to share you my experiences today because it I can only imagine that for the majority of people it may not be for you But for the majority of people, just from what I observe in our daily lives, you know, if I go out to a coffee shop, this is what I see generally. The majority of us are addicted to this thing and are using it most of the time. Now, what I'm referring to is our mobile phones. When my baby came along, I spent, and I still do, I spend a lot of time sat down because I'm feeding my baby especially in the early days I was sat down a lot a lot because I was healing as well so I wasn't moving as much wasn't getting out and about as much but feeding takes a lot of time so I'm breastfeeding personally but even if you're using a bottle using formula or combi feeding you're still spending a lot of time just kind of doing nothing obviously yes you're taking care of your baby but you're doing a lot you know not doing a great deal in that time other than watching your baby feed So what do we often do when our baby's feeding? Well, I personally reach for my phone. Quite often I would sit there and just scroll on my phone, whether that's looking at social media, I'd look at various um, shops online, I might even do my food shopping, I'll do whatever is available that will kind of keep me occupied at the time. And also when you are feeding your baby or taking care of your child, it can feel quite lonely. So a way of feeling connected with people is, again, by being on our phone. Now, I've got a bit of a thing about phones. Personally, I don't like to have the screen in front of my baby for too long. But when you're feeding your baby, it's easy just to pop it behind them and they can't even see. But that endless scrolling and the constant light stimulation from the phone, because personally I was using it 
at all times of day, including the night time, is extremely stimulating for the brain. And not only is the light stimulating, the information that we're taking in is just filling our head and often our head with with stuff that we don't really need to know. And then what do we do if we're on social media? It's quite easy to start comparing yourself to others. And then that's when it can get into a bit of a spiral and start to cause anxiety. Now, as well as using my phone whilst feeding, I also had my phone next to me in bed at night because I wanted to check the time. Every time my baby stirred because I'm sleeping next to her, every time she stirred, I'd look at my phone to see what time it it was. Because I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it, it can become quite disorientating. Sometimes when I fed my baby and then she goes back down, I wake up the next time I hear her and I think 10 minutes have passed. But then I check my phone, it's actually been two hours and I can't believe it. And then other times it's it's vice versa. And it's, um, yeah, it's bonkers how how much it actually messes with your head when you're not getting that consistent sleep and getting good quality sleep. But oftentimes when I was feeding her in the early hours, I'd have a pull to then check social media. And I'd often put my phone on aeroplane mode at night, but then automatically, without even thinking, I'd switch aeroplane mode off and start checking messages, which is just the worst thing that you can do at night because not only are you already awake because you're taking care of your child, but then you're filling your, your your brain with this blue light, which wires up your brain. So now I wonder I wasn't getting any sleep when I was trying to get back, um, you know, when my baby was back down and I was trying to get some rest. So I share that because I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one that either has the phone constantly with them or has it next to them at night, especially if you've got a newborn, because it's quite easy just to be checking your phone. The other thing that I had in my room was a nightlight. So when I, as soon as my baby got home from hospital, I had a nightlight on because I was so worried about them. I wanted to make sure she was okay all the time, which is obviously a natural um, thing to feel. But I had my light night light on. I'm struggling to say the word. I had the night light on for months, even though I didn't really need it. It was more of a safety net for me. So I switched to night light as well. I turned that off now, and instead I have bought a um, like a mobile night light that is battery powered. And I have that at the side of my bed. So if my baby does stir, I need to check on her. I just press it and it's hidden behind a pillow. So it creates a very low um, dimmed light in the room. And then I can switch it off if I don't need it on. So it doesn't fully you know, wake up your brain and get you all stimulated. And it's also really good for the baby. I remember a while ago, I read a study about how important it is to sleep in a dark room. And it mentioned that even if if you've got a TV in your bedroom or some form of electronic device and it's got a LED light on it, whether that's red or whatever colour it is, even that light can have a significant impact on the quality of your sleep and also on your hormone balances, which is all regulating overnight. So if you are in your bedroom at night, just check what you have around you, what lights are on. Because ideally you want to be in as dark a room as possible to get that good quality sleep. Because that's when your body starts to heal and repair. And that's when you wake up feeling refreshed. 
Now, like I said, you, you may have children and they're waking up all times of night, like mine is at the moment, but doing these little things, everything that we do positively counts. So even though you might be getting broken sleep, at least the sleep that you're getting is going to be of better quality. The solution with the phone next to me, if you have a phone in your room because you check the time or have an alarm, well, I just bought a very old school, cheap plastic watch. Um, so this just is next to me in bed. There's no sockets or anything that's required. And I just simply press the, press the button and it has a very faint LED that lights up the time. So now every time my baby wakes, I can just check the watch. All is good and I pop it down so there's no phone. And my phone is actually kept downstairs. I switch on aeroplane mode at a certain time at night because I just don't want to look at it anymore. And I'll reply to any messages in the morning. So since making those small changes in my life, which didn't really cost a lot at all, I've started to feel less anxious, feel more awake, more alert, and I'm also more present for my baby. Not only is it better for my health, but it's better for our connection. And I think as parents, that's all we really want is to be there for our, for our child. And unfortunately, these devices, um, they, they're just a distraction. And yes, it is nice to see that connection. And, and I am on my phone. I do use social media, but I'm certainly using it a lot less and I feel a lot better for it. So if you are, you are feeling anxious, especially at this time of year when we're going into a season that's extremely busy for a lot of us, there are often more stresses because we're heading up towards Christmas. Maybe that's financially. Maybe you've just got loads of gifts to buy. You've got a big family or the shopping. Have a little check in with yourself. See where you are using your time. How are you spending your time? Are you on your phone a lot? At night, are there lots of lights around? Just have a check in, check your environment and see if there's any slight tweaks that you can make. Um, because yeah, it's made a huge difference to me and I'm confident that it could potentially make a, a real difference to you if you're finding yourself pulled to your phone or if you're sleeping in an environment that's not optimal for your health. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to catching you up on the next episode. If you do want to reach out, please let me know how you get on. You know, do you feel pulled or addicted to your phone? What other things are you doing to try and help improve your health or improve um, you know, your mental health when it comes to anxiety? I'd love to hear. You can reach out to me on Instagram is probably the best place um, and follow me at Sarah underscore Waller. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode.